Welcome back to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Coach Jimmy G, along with Anthony Devon Watts. What's good? Yeah, what's going on, good people? Uh, excited to be back. Back. Yes. <laughs> you may not know who our listeners out there. This is, uh, it'll take two. Sometimes you have some technical difficulties, but we're we're working through it. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I appreciate you calling that out because it's take two because of technical difficulties, not take two because you know we need to cut, slice, or whatever the case may be. Uh, I want our folks to know for whatever it's worth, if you appreciate it or not, or you've been listening. This is all one take, Jake. Uh, as we do our recordings, no punch ins, no nothing like that, no take no breaks, and we just you know two dudes chopping it up, talking about business, legacy, making some bread, and throwing in some sports and jokes in between. There you go. So for our loyal listeners, you know what that's all about. We appreciate you guys. Uh, for new listeners, welcome. Welcome and thank you for, for hitting play, for downloading the episode. Uh, if you're new or if you are a loyal listener, as always, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you like the episode. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, especially if you are one of our Podbeam listeners. Uh, make sure that you follow us. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, any major platform, but especially on Spotify because you do now have the option and opportunity to leave us a review uh, so we love yes. to review leave us some comments let us know what you think about the podcast and specifically this episode we have a few different topics that we're going to be jumping into uh, but again it's all about uh, helping you as we talk about these different stories about these different topics to pursue purpose create profits and build a legacy for yourself as a solopreneur entrepreneur small business owner wherever space you find yourself right now yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, I want to, on the front end really quick, <clears throat> give a shout out to uh, one of our newer listeners. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Jonathan in Seattle. Call him my boy, um, even though we just recently met. But Jonathan came across our last podcast episode um, that dropped on Wednesday. Um, again, if you haven't listened already, make sure that you peep that letting go to grow. Where we talk a little bit about the importance of how sometimes that's necessary as an entrepreneur in order for you to reach that next level. Um, and he was so moved by what we were sharing that he reached out and was like, Hey, can I just get some time with you to pick your brain and chop it up and talk to you a little bit about podcasting and entrepreneurship. So we, we met earlier today, <clears throat> not to date this, but we met earlier today. Uh, for maybe about a half hour, 45 minutes or so, we just kind of ran the gamut. You know, he kind of shared with me like some of the things he's trying to do a business idea concept that he's looking to launch, um, as him and his family have been heavy in the, um, you know, uh, talent acquisition space. And, you know, he wants to carve out a unique niche as a talent acquisition consultant, helping folks, um, you know, helping organizations refine their talent acquisition process because he knows that there's no real training that exists for that. Like you just learn on the fly how to find talent. And he's like, nah, there's a science to it. And I want to be able to do that. And so we share some ideas. Um, you know, he got uh, a free consult uh, from Uncompromising uh, Coaching Group <clears throat> for sure. And um, he's excited to uh, consider himself a part of the Uncompromising fam. So um, shout out to Jonathan on the front end. Um, I see you, bro. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you grow um, with the business that you're building. And uh, as uh, I promise, um, I'll get you some time with uh, Coach Jimmy G as well, especially if we're going to start talking about how you can turn your knowledge into curated content, mm. learning content. 
um, that's an area of expertise for my boys. So we'll get that uh, that um, worked out. But yeah, one time for Jonathan. Yes, sir. Very nice. Very nice. But you know what? Round of applause for Jonathan. Love it. Yeah, what I appreciate too, man, just, um, and I shared this with him and, you know, um, this obviously applies to him, but applies to all of our listeners is like, this is why we ask for reviews, why we ask for feedback, why we ask for engagement. Like we want to connect. We talked about building a community. That's, that's what the Patreon is for that uncompromising community. That's why we, there, you know, we have these call to actions. We're asking you to like subscribe and stuff. It's not just to put the follower count up. I promise you it's not that it's because we want to have genuine connections with our entrepreneurs out there and help you reclaim your entrepreneurial birthright. You know, all these folks that are venturing out on their own, start, trying to start a business. Um, we want to connect with you. We want to have these conversations. We're passionate about these things. We're on fire about it. So uh, I just commend him for having the courage to act, acting courageously um, and you know, reaching out and just you know saying, hey, man. I liked I liked your stuff. I like what you guys were talking about. I would love to have an opportunity to pick your brain and just chop it up for a minute. Like, can we do that? That is how you play to win. Um, That's how you play to win, um, which is really, really important as an entrepreneur. It fits into two things. One, that's one of the topics that we're going to be discussing today is playing to win and not to lose. Uh, And I don't obviously I, I didn't speak to him. I don't know his his story. But this whole season is about going from resolutions to results. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, his resolution was, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to network. I'm going to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was you know, something that he wasn't necessarily doing before and, and is following through. And, and you know, in the short term, is getting some results by actually getting an opportunity to speak with you, the two of you connecting, being able to brainstorm, to share some ideas. So again, kudos to, uh, to Jonathan for that. Appreciate that. And taking that first step and acting. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. 100%. Let's so, go. Let's get it. Yeah, I'm let's good. get you it, good? man. I'm Gucci. Um, I'm I'm Gucci. I'm in good spirits. Um, it's funny, right? Because we talked about the fact that uh, John uh, Jonathan peeped our last episode and uh, and letting it go to grow. For those who um, have listened and maybe missed it, I'll give you a quick highlight. We talked a little bit about the recent news of the I Am Athlete podcast breaking up. <clears throat> Um, and obviously, you know, uh, Jimmy and myself, we've shared before, like we're in this space, not just as creators, you know, content creators. Uh, that's the buzzword now, um, but not just as content creators, but also as consumers. Like we follow a lot of podcasts, uh, you know, um, we use it as a way to enrich our skills, our skill set, entertain ourselves, yeah. learn, grow, stretch the whole nine. And so I think we called out in that episode. Like, hey, I'm curious to see how this evolves. So um, I spent these past couple of days not just mired in a bunch of fires that are going on, but finding some some relief, um, some some sanity through podcasting and entertainment. And so I said, you know what, man, let me go ahead and check out that new episode, that first inaugural episode of the Pivot Podcast. Uh, again, catch our listeners up. The Pivot Podcast is the baby of Fred Taylor and uh, Channing Crowder, who were on I Am Athlete. We detail kind of what occurred um, between the group <clears throat> and how they decided to go their separate ways, you know, um, because of creative differences, quote unquote. Uh, but really, when you when you get to the meat of it, it's about not having your business on point. We talk about the importance of doing that. If you didn't check that episode out, please go back. Listen, episode 72, Letting Go to Grow. We talk about that in detail. Um, but I wanted to peep. Now, obviously, I will say, uh, share with you a little bit off mic, like I can't see where the creative differences 
are because the format is the same. But I think I appreciate you keeping it real. Like, well, yeah, but they said they were going to have Ocho in the first episode. So you could probably expect some type of synergy or consistency there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I peeped it, man, it, it, um, it was interesting, right? Because they, they started with talking a little bit about Antonio Brown, which we talked, we touched on and just kind of getting Ocho's perspective about it. And him and AB are super, super close. They've been, um, you know, um, workout partners, friends for many, many years back when, uh, you know, AB was in college and, you know, coming up in high school and stuff like that. And they've established a connection <clears throat> and, uh, they started talking about, you know, accountability, which you and I have talked about quite a bit um, around, like, how do you create accountability with those that you love and that you care for? Right. And what does that look like? And so Ocho talked a little bit about that. Um, they broke that down. Maybe we can touch on that just a little bit more on our Patreon episode um, and not for the for this uh, episode specifically. Um, sorry, if you feel the type of way and you want to hear that, like, it's easy. Just go subscribe to the Patreon. You'll be able to hear kind of that exclusive uh, off mic content. But um, after they touched on that, there was something that they really highlighted that got me thinking Mm -hmm. about, you know, wanting to share with our community and talking a little bit more to our community about. They talked about the fact that Ocho uh, uh, has just had a new addition to the family, um, you know, um, with a new baby. Congratulations to baby Cinco. (laughs) <laughs> baby Cinco. Uh I think you said Ocho got Ocho got Ocho now. This is number Pressing eight for yeah. him. Eighth kid. Ocho got Ocho. Which is crazy because I'm about to have three and I can't even imagine you have been had three. Uh Jimmy's a OG. He got one more left before Fly the Ness. No, I, yeah, I'm I just really quick, I, I'm I'm interested to see how this conversation continues to go just because I, I know, I know I know the plans that we have, but I also know how dynamics are changing for both of us, right? So for our listeners out there, uh, I think it's, you know, it'll be interesting as we continue to to journey down this path and, and the podcast and, and coaching and the courses that we create and uh, how we navigate. Again, just my, we're at really two <laughs> different stages of our life right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's so true. You're 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 really still you're growing your family, and my family's yep. kind of grown, you know. And I'm kind of getting ready for that next stage. Like this third one is in a few years, potentially will be at the house. So anyway, uh, I digress. Yeah. But I just yeah, I think yeah, it's, it, it's true. gonna have it'll lead to some some good conversations, not just today, but also in the future. No, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so it, it got me thinking, man, about. <clears throat> You know, they were talking. They were talking as athletes um, about being fathers and athletes. Um, and they touched on that a little bit. They were asking like the dynamic of like, "Hey, bro, you know, so like, who makes the bottle and who's getting up with the baby and da, 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 you know, stuff like that." Yeah. That um, was highly entertaining. Um, but it, it got me thinking about balancing, you know, being a parent and entrepreneurship, right? Like when I think about our listeners out there, you you guys have heard us talk about balance. We've talked about trying to find balance, even from the very early first season of the podcast when we had our very first NBA guest on. Um, and we asked Shav about, you know, how do you balance it all? And he provided some nuggets from that perspective. But I don't think we really have talked about what does it mean for us balancing being parents and being entrepreneurs as well. And 
um, how that ties into that bigger, you know, that bigger vision of legacy. Cause we talk about legacy. Legacy has been a part of our mission core, even before we pressed record, right. Before we decided to do this podcast thing. And then we've talked about how that spurred us, but I don't know if we really elaborated on what does legacy mean for us as fathers and our kids. So, um, I wanted to spend some time and just kind of talking about that just a little bit and one, get your perspective on, how do you balance that, especially now that we're in two different parts of our lives and maybe there's some you know, you've been you know starting businesses, doing things, grinding for a while now, even when you know the, the BKs, the big kids were little kids. Um, and so there's probably some things I can glean from that and our listeners can glean from that. And then, yeah, I really want to hear from you just like to further define, man, like what does legacy really mean to you? Like when it relates to your kids? Yeah. Yeah. I think the the other interesting aspect, right? Because what we're here to do, fam, is, is to help entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs, and individuals, again, we, we speak to those individuals that are still in that nine to five and have a side business, not even just a side hustle, but a side business, uh, and have dreams and aspirations. Uh, we have been there and back. Uh, and we, we're not, we don't hide the fact, like, we still have jobs too. Like we still have nine mm-hmm. to fives ourselves um, mm-hmm. where we're working, where we're looking to get to that point one day in the future. Uh, but it's, it is challenging. You know, when you have these dreams, these passions that you're looking to, uh, to fulfill uh, and these dreams that you're looking to see become a reality uh, at some point, but you have family, you have to provide, I don't say you have to, uh, you get to, I mean, that's, that's one of the, the beauties of being a father, of being a husband, is you have these individuals that you're there to, to care for, to provide for, uh, and how do you navigate doing all of those things and being a dad, being a husband, and um, making sure that the, the things that are truly most important are, are getting what they deserve. You know, they're getting their time and uh, conversations and laughs and tough conversations and whatever it may be. But that they're getting those things, uh, so you know I want to make sure that we, we, we talk about that as well. But it, it's, it's changed for me in the sense of, I guess at its at it, at the premise, legacy is is still is what it is for me. You know, making sure that when you know, I, I think about the end in mind, right? So. Uh, whenever that time comes and I'm not here anymore, the people that are closest to me, most important to me, my wife, somebody like yourself, you know, my son, what are they going to say? You know, what are they going to say uh, at, at the funeral? And, and, you know, what are people going to say about Jimmy and how he lived his life? Uh, to me, that's those words, those memories, those things that really, truly impacted and touched people's lives are the legacy that, that I will ultimately leave behind. And, of course, we talk about, you know, what we're doing now and, and how we, we put these conversations and these lessons and these teachings, you know, out there, whether it's audio or video, as a piece of our legacy so our family in the future can, to, can go back and say, well, I wish I knew a little bit more about him. Well, you can learn by, again, listening to these audios, watching videos. Uh, but as I've gotten older uh, and my kids have gotten older, you know, I think about that next generation and, and what is that going to look like? So, you know, legacy for me is now, God willing, how do I help 
set my family up and ensure that I still build enough trust with the BKs, the big kids, which are now my young adults, to where, you know, I'm still looked upon to guide them uh, and provide uh, nuggets, wisdom, you know, whatever advice they may need at that particular time. Uh, and, and hopefully help them continue to grow and get to a place where they're going to effectively be able to take care of my grandkids. Because that's what it's about, right? It's, all right, now y'all are adults. And my son is 24. I mean, he's, he's three, four years older than I was when I had him. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely think about, all right, I definitely not trying to put any pressure on you, Chris. Uh, that you know, at some point, though, he you know, <laughs> got willing, but he's getting closer. You know what I mean? It could be five years. It could be another 10 years. But that time goes by like that. So how do I help my family again prepare for that? Uh, and as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, how do I also help infuse these, these lessons that I've learned, that I'm continuing to learn, uh, and, and pass even some of that entrepreneurial spirit on for my youngest she's all about that money and, and i've i've had a number of conversations with her recently about the fact that i'm not gonna press you to go to college like especially not not that i um i am pressing her to have it all figured out because that just doesn't always happen when somebody leaves high school and goes to college but as much as college is these days you need to have something figured out to just go and start yeah. taking classes, just so oh, I'm going to take two years to figure it out. Nah, there's other ways we can do that to help you, mm -hmm. you know, guide you and get you to a point. Um, but I told her, like, there's a number of things that you can do where you don't have to necessarily go to college to get a degree. You know, we can teach you whether it's real estate, whether it's finance. Uh, there's so many different options. You know, that doesn't mean you're not gaining an education, that you're not learning, maybe get a certification or something like that. But just really trying to, to educate her on the, the multitude of options that are available uh, if she realizes that I don't necessarily want to take that traditional route. And, you know, she's 15. I get it. But she doesn't really like school now. So mm -hmm. what makes you think you're going to like it even that much more to do another four, five, six years in college, depending on, again, what route you go? Um, mm -hmm. So for Legacy for me is again thinking about that next generation seeing my pops and where he's at and kind of the bar that he set uh and passing on some of that that entrepreneurial spirit uh hopefully to my youngest we'll see um and doing what i can at least from a mentality perspective to teach all my kids that right you know we we talk mm -hmm. about being uncompromising and what does that really mean whether you're an entrepreneur or not like that's a mantra that you can still hold on to that i'm going to be uncompromising in how I live my life in the, the values that I hold and, and staying uh, true to those values it never, uh, no matter what and being uncompromising and not wavering from those values for the things that are most dearest to me and, and this path that I know that, that I'm on or that God has put me on uh, and being uncompromising in that. That in itself, again, is really just a life mantra, not necessarily just about entrepreneurship. No, man, I, I appreciate that. And you, you're right. Um, I know we've kind of we've kind of shared uh, a couple of conversations just around how do we impart as much of the things that we've learned um, 
things that are a part of our core philosophies Mm -hmm. as men, as fathers, um, as people into our kids so that they can, you know, pay that forward. Right. And like you said, you know, when we're long, long and gone, those that we care the most about, like, what are they saying about us and the impact that we were able to leave on them? You know, um, by no stretch of the imagination, you know, are we sitting here uh, hoping that, um, you know, enlisted in our obituaries one day is going to be our, uh, you know, uh, podcast statistics or anything like that. Like that's not, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's, yeah, exactly. They had they had this many subscribers. <laughs> like, you know, um, that's not what we do it for. It's really about the people, the individual entrepreneurs, family members, and obviously our kids, uh, you know, and what they have to say about the impact and the way that we've been able to mold and shape them along the way. And um, I think to your point, that's what makes, you know, the things that we, we share when this mic is on, when these lights are on are not scripted and not meant for, you know, a podcast community. And we're not carrying these messages onto our, our kids. Um, like if anything, they hear more of these type of raw conversations (laughs) than y'all ever do. Um, you know, and, uh, you, we both said before plenty of times that the most powerful weapon that we possess as fathers is, um, our mouths and our kids do not want to hear them because they know we're going to pour into them and coach them up and, you know, uh, in the impromptu locker room speech. And they're like, man, I just want to go to sleep. Like, like, man, I just, okay, I get it. I'll put the dish up next time. Like, you don't have to sit here and talk to me about life and what my word means as a man <laughs> for an hour. I, I had to remind me of that, like, last week. Because I picked her up from school. And long story short, there were some questions. I wasn't necessarily happy with the answer to some of those questions and 20 minutes later i'm like you see i'm trying to save you i wasn't yeah i wasn't trying to get in like this but just think about how you answer the questions next time let's be real with each other so oh man it's got to the point where uh like uh even linux linux uh and again like what has me thinking about these things man is you know uh linux is getting ready to come up on three uh, we're probably about you know seven weeks out um yeah seven weeks out from the new addition to the family and stuff like that and even at you know you know a man man about to turn three like gabriella already has some condition where he's not listening all right i'm gonna have your daddy come talk to you and i can hear him in the other room no 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 <laughs> like no nothing no, i don't nothing. want to hear his mouth <laughs> yeah i'm gonna sit you down on his knee i don't care if you're two years old like <laughs> i'm gonna talk i will figure out a way to connect with you i'll i'll reference the youtube uh character you like and use that as a life lesson there you you're gonna go. get coached up right um but no man what i appreciate too um yeah you know, like you know you're right um it's you know it's about Making sure, you know, that the and you said it perfectly, bro, like the things that demand and deserve your attention are getting the attention they deserve. Right. The things that you deserve that deserve your attention are getting the attention that they deserve. And um, it's not easy. There's been plenty of times that, you know, um, transparently, I think we've shared with our audience where we've made those decisions in real time. Like, hey, I, hey, I got this going on or, hey, you know, we can't record tonight. Like, you know, I want to spend time with da 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 da. I want to spend some time with you. I want to take this. You know, I want to spend some time with him. And it's just being acutely aware of 
of when the energy the energy dictates that your presence is needed in yeah. those spaces right um and yeah there's there's times where some of those things can can bleed over there's been you know a couple of times where you know the boys you know they've spent time with me just watching me do some of the things that I do from an entrepreneurship perspective. I'm building, you know, working on website content for us or something like that, or editing podcast audio or going down the research rabbit hole of, um, you know, you know, uh, crypto NFTs and stuff like that. And just like having conversations with geo, um, about those things. And he's asking a bunch of questions and looking to learn. And I think, you know, you know, to your point, you know, us being able to kind of impart to our kids that, there are multiple there are a multitude of ways for you to live in your purpose. Your purpose doesn't have to be rooted in the traditional um you know uh blueprint that we see often laid out. Um now there's a reason why that's laid out because unfortunately there's a lot of folks that out there who don't who either aren't encouraged or don't have the capacity to craft the vision of what their purpose is and define it. And so they need the roadmap for themselves. But if we're doing this thing right, and when I say we in this thing, I mean, if we, as in you and I are doing this thing of fathering, shepherding, um, growing, developing our children, right. And meeting them where they're at and meeting their needs and treating them as the individuals that they are, if we're doing this thing, right. Then We've helped you. We've equipped you with the tools. We've worked with you. We've supported you through discovering what those passions and your purpose is. And whether it's, you know, um, you know, like your BKs, now your young adults of the, you know, I want to be a veterinarian. I want to be a librarian or, you know, with the youngest, right, with uh, Nia saying, bro, I'm, I'm trying to get to the bag like pops. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I, w- I want to be a hustler. Right. It's meeting them at where they're at and then showing them the way to fulfill that purpose. If it means, hey, we don't have to go down the traditional college route, but these are what the options are, because the option, the, the, the option is not we just going to chill at home and sit in the bed like that's not being that's not living in a purpose. That's not being a productive human being right now. If you want to you know, get your real estate license, bam, I got you. Pops got you. We can figure out how to do that. And you want to figure out how to turn that into um, becoming a real estate investor or running your own brokerage, say less. I got you. I can help guide you and, and shepherd you and help you navigate those things. If it's, hey, I found this you know, passion for education and I really want to get my doctorate, say less. Pops can help guide you in how to do that as well. Right. But it's meeting them where they're at um, and being acutely aware of that. And so when I think about like kind of legacy and um, balancing those things as an entrepreneur, right, it's, you know, we can't we can't sacrifice building relationships for the sake of building a business right and like that has to come first and foremost and uh, at least for like from my perspective i can't i can't put more into the how than i do into the why yeah and if my family my legacy my kids the future generations you know, equipping them, teaching them, modeling. If that is my why and the business we're building is the how and a, a portion of fulfilling that that purpose or how we're f- manifesting that purpose in reality, I can't put more into the how than I do into my why. Um, they have to be equal. 
they have to be equal, if not a little bit more into the why, um, for sure. And so, um, you know, the, the, just kind of, you know, listening to you kind of share, you know, your, your perspective on it and what legacy means. And that, that has really helped me to further define what legacy really means to me when we talk about building a legacy. Yeah, man, it's, it's tough. You know, when you have, when you have kids and you have these dreams and these passions, and again, you know, for me, there's been a, a number, right. Of, of opportunities, attempts, you know, that, have succeeded in to certain extents, um, some that have, have failed. Um, and I've mentioned it before, even with uh, Trinity Fitness. And, and, you know, when we went down that path, um, there, I, I, I truly don't believe that there has not been an en- endeavor that I did not feel fit into my purpose or that I was passionate about. Um, I just, I knew without a doubt that like God was telling me like no this is this is what you need to do um, and, and you know being obedient in, in that calling uh, but even you know there's there's one thing right to say okay well okay you can you can do that like you can help people um, strengthen themselves physically and spiritually it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to like make a full-time business out of it right or even if it's a nonprofit. Um, but I knew that there was more. One, it was the organization, but also what I what I had envisioned for myself and the community that we were building. Uh, but that, it, that was that in itself was tough, right? In if I don't do this, what does that teach my kids? Mm. If they know that this is something that's important, that this is something that is is a dream and things that we've worked on in the past and have opportunities to do now, what lesson am I teaching them? If I don't do this, if I don't try, mm. Mm. even if as opposed to me trying, and maybe it fails. And in this case, I didn't say it was a failure, but it, it didn't. It had a certain period of time. You know, it wasn't something that, right. that lasted uh, forever and ever. Um, but to me, that's that's an even stronger lesson than not not trying at all. Right. And that's kind of what we're talking about. The, the other topic and getting into is playing to win. Like, no. I'm going to go into this and I'm going to play to win. Uh, and I've told you the story as well. And I think I've talked about it, uh, you know, maybe during our first season about, you know, one of the brothers that asked me, like, well, what are you going to do? You know, if, if it doesn't work out and you, like, you have to go back to work or, or whatever. Um, you know, my, the quick answer was I'll, I'll do what I have to do. But like, that's not, I'm not thinking about that. Like I'm confident mm-hmm. in myself that I'll be able to, to find something else to take care of my family. But I'm not thinking about, this not working. I'm thinking mm. about getting this first gym to work and to launch and to grow. And then how can we open another one? You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and we, we called it Trinity Fitness of Central Florida for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, not mm-hmm. Trinity Fitness Orlando or Ocoee or Popka or anything like that. No, it was Trinity Fitness Central Florida because, again, there was a, a, a greater vision in mind. Um, it was beautiful to be able to see as the kids were still, you know, teenagers at that time. And Nia was like five, um, just to see him being a part of that. Right. And seeing them observe what their parents, because it wasn't just myself, what Stacy and I were doing, you know, and how we were building this and this community that we built. And, um, 
and that's part of our legacy as well. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the memories, the moments, how we, we positively impacted people's lives, families uh, to this day, people that we're still, you know, uh, very close with and friends with, that we may never have been able to have those type of relationships if we didn't go down that path. So to me, that's part of that legacy as well. Um, but what I, what I understand, what I understood then, uh, not to say that I was always perfect at it, but what I understand now as well is that as great as those things are, and as great as uh, helping people to, to get stronger, to lose weight, to, to hit their goals, to strengthen themselves mm-hmm. spiritually, as great as those things are, if I wasn't doing that with my family and if I'm not taking care of my family now, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter how many people out in the world mm-hmm. I impact if they're yep. not having a positive impact on the people that are right here in the same house with me. And I think it's, mm. it's very easy as, as men uh, as well to get so focused, especially when we get caught up in that trap of putting our identity into the work that we do and this I'm an entrepreneur in this business and, and like that is everything to me when it's really not like that's not who you are the business is not who you are uh, it's it's you know the roles that you have in your life that truly you know make up who you are as a person in my case again mm-hmm. you know a father a husband a son a friend a brother um, and yeah. focusing on those things and again it doesn't mean definitely not perfect always room to, to improve and, and get better at certain things. Uh, but it's easy to forget about that and throw yourself. There might be seasons, right? Like we've had weeks, A, but you got to communicate. You have to talk. Yep. This is Grind what's mode. happening. This is what we're working on. <laughs> Zero dark we 30. have this launch going on. These are the things that we got going. All right. Crazy hours. Exactly. Yeah, it's coming. But yeah. You know, so <laughs> our partners, our spouses understand that, all right, they're going to be locked up for X amount of time, but not all the time. That's not, right. that's not life you know, every single day for us. Um, and I think keeping mm-hmm. those things in perspective uh, is important. Um, but also, again, if we're talking with new entrepreneurs, you know you're going to have to grind. But that's what mm-hmm. we talked about in the last episode. Are you willing and is, if you mm-hmm. have a family, if you find yourself in that space, if you're all by yourself, it's all good, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a family, are you willing, willing to, to sacrifice and do the things that are going to be needed in order to achieve that goal. Is your family willing? Are they on board? That's important. Are they on board? Is your, is your spouse on board with this direction? And if not, you should really have some conversations about that, you know what I mean? And, and at least try to get to a better understanding and alignment with the direction that you're looking to go. Because um, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be tough times. And, and you, know, you, you need your support system to be able to lean on. You, know, you want to be able to have those, those good conversations with your kids, whether they're 3, 13, uh, 23, 24, you know, being able to have those conversations and, and try to find some understanding with those relationships as well so they understand that, hey, like, this is, this is why dad is doing what he's doing. You just have to have conversations. You have to make room in the margins, right, and, and make space mm. for those things um, so that they don't fall through the cracks don't fall by the wayside and before you know it you know your daughter was five and now she's 15 and you're like where had the years gone you know what i mean or or your son is 24 out the house doing his thing and you never want to be in that situation where uh so much time has gone by you feel like you've missed out but to me that's that's been one of the the most important things struggle but you know how do i make sure that i'm there for 
the most important moments. And I'm, I'm intentional about trying to create those moments. Mm. Last thing I'll say, because my daughter, she makes uh, fun of me all the time, because uh, I'm just at that point now where, and I heard this from somebody else, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, especially for the big kids, like, I'm not trying to buy you stuff. Like, oh, dad, you're always trying to create moments. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to create moments because <laughs> that's what you're going to remember. You know, not yeah. as, uh, as cool as an Oculus might be if I bought you that. Like, you know, that's not what you're going to remember. The switch that you have or the sneakers that I bought you. It's the memories that we're creating that I know because that's what lingers with me, with my parents and my family, that really you hold on to and that in the end, again, mean, mean the most, especially when that person's not there anymore. You know, you know, you always have those memories to hold on to. And that's how the legacy, that's how, how you continue to live on through the people in your life or through those memories and those great moments. Now, well said, man. And uh, like you were saying, uh, you're right. You have to be you have to be willing to have those honest conversations about when those seasons come around, where it's grind time and um, make sure that you take stock of are you are you all you all collectively prepared to sacrifice in order to build what you're trying to build because again that price is that price it yeah. ain't going nowhere um so no well said man well 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 said and i love the fact that you started to touch on a little bit about that mindset uh that you have to have as an entrepreneur of like bro i'm i'm playing to win i ain't sitting here entertaining and thinking about like what happens if i'm not successful um and it was crazy because, you know, that that specific uh, kind of thought process jumped out at me because this weekend, if you, if any of y'all out there watch any of these playoff football, like it was a master class in what it looks like playing scared and playing not to lose because it was just in abundance. Um, them cow, them cowboy fans them cowboys was a great example. Sorry, not sorry to any cowboy fans out there. You're, we have loyal <laughs> listeners out there that are Cowboy fans. That, yeah, I still got love for you. But yeah, if you're a loyal listener, you know that I'm a Giants fan. So it just is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is on site. It's instant yes. beef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you got the Cowboys um, as a great example of that. And then you obviously got um, the Arizona Cardinals is another uh, great example of that, of just what it looks like when you're playing to not lose. Um, and for those that may not have watched the playoffs or, you know, maybe you are insulated a little bit from what happens in, what's happening in playoffs. We can give you just a quick little rundown specifically for both games um, for the Cowboys. Uh, that game ended on a little bit of a controversy because with less than 40 seconds left in the game, the Cowboys were down um, behind. They had an opportunity to march down the field and potentially tie up the game and or win the game um, with a touchdown. Uh, and the game actually ended um, on a quarterback run, a quarterback draw, where instead of throwing the ball, Dak Prescott, the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, decided to run the ball up the middle. Um, according to the Cowboys, that was a game plan all along. I don't know if that's really the case, but We'll take him at face value. Um, and when he did that, uh, he slid down and the clock still runs. The clock does not stop. And at that point, there were like there was probably less than like, you know, 12 seconds left in the game or something like that. When the when the play was snapped, they had 14 seconds. There we go. And just for a little bit more context, if you did not see the game and that's just not what you're into. Not what they only had enough time to get themselves in a position 
to maybe throw a 20, 30 yard pass or do some type of Hail Mary. So, it, you know, it was still somewhat of a long shot, but they were trying to put themselves in a better position to increase the percentages of success. Yep. Yep. And so he ran the ball, you know, uh, with 14 seconds left. When he got down, there's probably like five seconds left. Everybody has to run back up to where the ball is at. Get set, right? So that means get in your position. The ball has to be touched by the referee, and the referee has to like basically spot the ball. Usually during those type of situations, the referee doesn't even really grab the ball. They just tap it and keep it moving because um, they know that the offense is trying to move quickly. Um, and everybody has to be in position. Then you snap the ball, and they were going to snap the ball and spike it in order to stop the clock. And they were hoping they would have at least like two, one to two seconds left on the clock so they can get one more, one more play in and take that shot to score. Uh, and unfortunately uh, they miscalculated Mm -hmm. and the game ended with him running the ball, trying to get the ball set and snapped again and the clock running out and everybody walking off of the field. And it was thinking chaos. that there might be another shot. And the referees quickly said the game in the game, the game and walked away, and walked away. Disres- disrespectfully, quick. too. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that. I said, oh, no, Very quick. if I'm if, if I'm uh, Mike McCart- McCarthy, we're going to have to fight. You're going to see me. You ain't going to just uh, get on the loudspeaker game over and walk away. <laughs> hey, you going to talk to me, bro. You ain't going to just try to wait. Um but yeah, so that's how that game ended, and then for the Cardinals game, um, this it ended in a less dramatic fashion because from the start of the game to the end, they got dominated at every level of the game. And what was so, um, I guess you know, kind of shocking about this is the Cardinals, like for the majority of the season, probably the first eleven games or something like that, they were undefeated mm-hmm. or close to undefeated. Um, their starting quarterback, their star player, Kyler Murray, was in MVP conversations. Correct. And then the back half of the year, they completely tanked. They only won probably like another two games or something like that. If that, maybe one game. Like it was ugly. And so when they, um, this was their first game in the playoffs, and you could just tell they were outmatched, outclassed. Um, I think they had an embarrassing statistic at one point. I think it was in the second or third quarter at that point in the third quarter. But uh, Odell Beckham Jr., the wide receiver for the Rams, had more passing yards than Kyler Murray did at the same point in the game. Mm. And he's not the quarterback for the Rams. He, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the type of game that it was, right? And so now that you know we've uh, finished with uh, our Sports Center first take <laughs> breakdown, uh, let's talk You're about welcome. what we can what we can learn as an entrepreneur from that perspective. Because again, that was a masterclass in what it looks like when you are playing to not lose. Every decision that they were making, you could just see the weight of not trying to not trying to lose because they didn't want to let folks down. Instead of playing to win. The game now. Why that's important? We'll talk a little bit more about this um, and our takes on why to have that. Why that mindset is important to have as an entrepreneur is there's a lot of you out there right now. You know the season. We're focused on resolution and results. You're saying this is the year. I'm jumping out. The, I'm jumping out the gym. I'm starting my business. I'm doing it. I've been talking about it, but now I'm actually doing it. 
And our fear is that some of you may be entering this space of starting your business with a thought process that I can't let this fail. The minute you start watering your seed, the business, this, that seed you've planted of growing this business, you start watering it with this toxic, this toxic um, fertilizer sludge of I can't let this fail as opposed to I'm, I'm going to make this successful. You're already planting the seed in, in infertile soil. All right. We talked about how powerful the mindset is Mm -hmm. and how the things that we focus and we fixate on, we the the consciousness, the universe um, conspires to bring it. So to bring it to fruition, to bring it to your attention. Right. So if you're focusing on not failing all of the things that can cause you to fail are going to be the things that get presented to you and manifested to you. The things that you get inundated with, the opportunities you continue to see, the things, the failure, fail, the opportunities to fail you continue to see. And you're not seeing the opportunities out there to make it successful. And that's why we say it's so important to have that mindset. When the Cowboys were out there and they said, I can't lose this game, right? Not I got to go win this game, but we can't lose. When Dax Prescott was out there on the field, you could tell all he saw around him was all the ways he could have lost. And that impacted the decision he made at a critical moment in the game. That was a decision clearly that was not going to be set up to help them win. Right. He looked over to the left uh, and I can't throw it over there. Right. Because that's how you lose the game. I thought about throwing a deep. Oh, I can't throw it deep. That's how you lose the game. I could throw it. I lose it on an interception. Uh, I can't sit back here too long because somebody could come and uh, sack me, strip uh, strip sack, fumble, right? And that's how you lose the game, right? And he made a decision that wasn't even aligned with how to win, right? So, um, yeah, it's just there was just too many opportunities or too many um, examples in front of us of what it looks like when you are playing to not lose um now I, don't, I don't know uh jimmy if you got a chance to, to to peep the games and you walked away with kind of the same thought process man but um to me it was just like it was smacking me in the face um yeah of course i watched the game as we were talking about it prior to to us actually recording i didn't necessarily see it from that perspective i, I get where you're coming from though. like i feel you what i also think about though is and this does play into not not playing to win and, and again essentially trying not to lose the game is the amount of mistakes that you make mm. when that is your mentality and you're thinking mm. about and you said it, it manifests itself you're thinking about all the things that can go wrong and then they end up going wrong because that is what you're putting your mind and your focus on and, and it's funny like we can talk about technology and nfts and the metaverse and, and all this other stuff mind is the most powerful computer like you can program your mind to allow yourself to to think and see things in a much different way but we so easily without realizing program our mind for destruction for failure uh, for a lack of success for underachieving I'll get off my soapbox they made so many mistakes 
How many penalties did they have on defense, on offense? There's a lack of discipline that was, that was displayed and really was displayed throughout the whole season for, for that particular team, for the Cowboys. Why, why do I, the reason I bring that up is because, you know, I, I checked real quick. Last year, 2021, about almost 4 million people quit their jobs. Mm. Now, that could be for various, obviously for various reasons, 4 million people. There are a lot of people, right? We've talked about the, uh, the, the great resignation, uh, mm. but there's a lot of people, and I, I, I had to find it. But I believe it, there's a number somewhere around 400,000 just in the month of January. Like a lot, a, a enormous amount of people that still are quitting their jobs, but not just quitting, but there are a lot of people are looking to entrepreneurship. And like mm-hmm. 2022 is, is it. Like, you know, they're going to take off and they're going to do these things. Now, for us, that's exciting because we love to help entrepreneurs, and especially if you're just getting started, to make sure that you don't just start it, but you're able to keep it, but scaling it, and again, build that legacy for yourself. But a large part of that is just ensuring that mentally you're in the right space, that you have the right disciplines and behaviors to allow yourself to find success. Because we're definitely not one of the, while we're all about entrepreneurship, we're definitely not, you know, the type of individuals that act like it's all gravy. Like, yeah, go start a business and, you know, hire us as coaches and we're going to show you the way. Like, no, I mean, we'd love to help people for sure. But it's a, it is, and we've said this, it's not the most difficult thing in the world. Uh, it is simple in some respects, but it is not easy to become an entrepreneur and to do it successfully, Right. Uh, and because sometimes we're, you know, we're looking at all the flashy things, and I kind of think of Dallas like that. You know, they're a flashy team and quote unquote America's team. And when you look at them on paper, they they seemingly have everything, all the talent that you would need in order to not just win but win a Super Bowl. All the talent in the world is not obviously is not going to get you there if you're playing uh, not to lose instead of playing to win, and you're you're playing and conducting your business with a lack of discipline Mm -hmm. so when you're starting your business for all of those folks out there that 2022 is your year are you making sure that you have the fundamentals down do you truly have a business and not just an instagram page you may be fantastic on instagram you may be killing it on tiktok and that doesn't mean that you can't monetize because they're even making it easier uh, and, and creating, I would say easier, but creating more ways for creators to monetize on these different platforms. There's, there's so much opportunity out there. Um, but do you have the, the legally, the, the business in place? You know, we talk about the LLC. Do you have a business plan? Do you know what your vision is? Do you know what your purpose is? Do you know the audience, the community, the tribe that you're looking to connect with? Have you done the research that's so important to ensure that you, you know the different steps, you know what the competition is like out there, you have an idea of how you're going to differentiate yourself from the competition and bring something different to the market. Uh, you've taken all of those different steps. Not only are you legal in the state, but are you legal nationally? Are you legal with the IRS? Like, Have you taken the steps to have your EIN number and all of these things that you truly need to, to, to truly have a business? If you're working with a partner, you know, what is, what is the, not just a business plan, but what is that, um, the separation of um, not just ownership within the company, but of task, you know, kind of the, the operational 
standards and commitments that you're going to be working off of to ensure that we both know what's going on, who's doing what, and who's responsible for what. We talked about accountability at the beginning. You can't hold each other or hold yourself accountable if you don't have these things in place because there's, sure. there's really nothing to hold yourself accountable to. You know what I mean? So, but all of those things take discipline to execute mm. on that, right? And if I don't have the proper amount of discipline, if I don't have the why as to, to, to really why I'm doing these things and why I'm going after this, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to be ready for success. And you may, there may be a lack of confidence because you don't have those things in place. So again, now you're thinking about playing, I, I don't want to lose, as opposed to, no, I have all my ducks in a row. I've done the research. I've taken all the appropriate steps. I, I've oh, seen wow. wise counsel. I've talked with other people. I've gotten a coach to help me, to, to hold me accountable if that's what I need. But I have the pieces in place to say, okay, now I'm ready to, to, to continue to take those steps with confidence so that I'm winning. giving myself the best chance to win. I'm always going to be guaranteed, but I'm giving myself the best chance to win and the best chance to truly help people out there that I have a solution for whatever their problem is. No, well said, man. I love the the, the <clears throat> point you made, too, about like, do you you may have an Instagram page, but do you really have a business? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and, you know, it comes down to. You know, you can't prioritize reels over uh, deals and skills, mm. right? Like, you like if you're not getting, if you're not, you know, getting business, and if you're not enriching your skill set as an entrepreneur, it don't matter how great your reels are, because at some point, people are going to ask you to deliver on that service, right? And if you can't, that one. <laughs> and if you and if you can't you get exposed and it doesn't matter how flashy the content is right at the end of the day. Um, and so, um, you're right, man. Um, I, I love your, your perspective on it, your take on it. Um, you know, in the sense that, you know, when you over prioritize some of the, the flash and, you know, the hype of, uh, you know, entrepreneurship and, um, you don't really focus on the fundamentals, the discipline, the discipline needed in order to be a successful business owner, to be a successful entrepreneur, um, you know, you get exposed or mm-hmm. you get exposed, right. And don't end up like the Cowboys don't end up like the Cardinals. I think that's another example too. Like you said, uh, that's a classic example as well of just, you know, a group that was not disciplined. They weren't disciplined for the game plan. They weren't disciplined, um, in their technique. They weren't disciplined in their strategy and that lack of discipline, you know, and this is true when you're when you're talking about your small business too. That lack of discipline also um, manifests itself in your inability to pivot when you need to pivot. Yeah, right. Like there was no second half adjustments that made the outcome of that different. Right. Well, it's because you didn't have the discipline necessary to even you know execute on second half adjustments to do something differently. We had no foundation to work from. It's not even like hey, you know, um, you know, from thinking about from a business perspective. Hey, um, we got great content. We have, um, you know, polished up uh, policies, processes. Our pricing is on point. We targeted our niche, but maybe our marketing strategy is not that effective. We need to pivot our marketing strategy in terms of where we're at. Right. You don't even have the foundation to work from as an entrepreneur 
uh, if you're if you like the discipline because you don't have the policies, you don't have the processes, your pricing isn't on point, you're, you're not talking to the right tribe, you don't have your purpose clearly defined like you have none of those things. So it doesn't even matter if we go from Instagram to Facebook or to TikTok or SEO or um, knocking on doors. The marketing strategy is not the issue. The issue is the fundamentals of the business is not on point. Right. And so don't get caught up in the flash, the hype and, um, you know, kind of these. Um, these platitudes and empty, um, you know, empty badges of honor. Right. Um, you know, Cowboys, to your point, they've been, quote unquote, America's team, uh, you know, since the 70s and the 80s. Right. All the way through now. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, that's cool. And they don't give out a Super Bowl trophy for that, though. <laughs> you can you can oh, be sir. America's team all you want to, right? Uh, there's only one uh, there's only one moniker that matters at the end of the season. That's Super Bowl champion. That's Lombardi Trophy uh, holster. Exactly. Right? It ain't America's team. Who's hoisting that one up? Exactly, bro. Exactly, exactly. I mean, nah, man, I, I appreciate your perspective on that and just breaking that down. Yeah, I, I just want to you know make sure I, I don't want our folks to, to get us wrong. Again, there's there's creators, there's folks that, that we know out there that uh, are doing very well as being creators and using these platforms like TikTok, like Instagram, uh, like Facebook, YouTube. Uh, using their podcast platform to to make a living for themselves. Uh, it's thinking about, you know, again, what happens if this does pop off, right? I like making, you know, reels and videos and, and what what happens if it does pop off and ensuring that you're at least thinking about those things and taking the steps to truly have your, your business in order so that you're ready for success. So you're ready for yep. success and, and, and everything that that entails. Because uh, if yeah. not, you know, at some point we'll get into like taxes and, and there's just so many other implications and ways that you can either lose out or hurt yourself and really hurt your efforts uh, when when you again when you just don't have everything in order and have everything in place. So um, yeah, man. But yeah, shout out to our awesome. creators out there, man, that that are doing it and uh, and again doing very well, uh, taking advantage of, of the the opportunities to monetize on those platforms. Uh, and, and really make sure. something of it. So, no, for sure, we we, we definitely want to champion them, and um, those are not the folks um, by any stretch of the imagination no, like you're talking not. about that we're, that we're targeting. That <laughs> is your business. The content creation is your business. Yeah, right? so absolutely. Shout out, yeah, shout out to you because obviously the only way to monetize is if you have discipline in all those other areas, right? Exactly. Your business is on point. Um, it takes discipline too to be on Instagram to every create day, consistently, come up with different ideas. Uh, to learn, yes, to, to, to improve, to and learn, to learn the algorithm. Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep, what works, what doesn't work, engagement strategies, all that stuff. Um, you know, our our commentary is more tailored to you know the folks out there that we've seen, that we you know we know, and that you guys, uh, as the listeners, know. Um, that Instagram is flashy. They're using Canva. They're using the reels. They're doing all this other stuff. But try and purchase something. See what that customer service is like. Mm. See how quickly they respond when you reach out to them, right? Those are the the ones where that discipline, that discipline ain't where it need to be, right? So you can keep, you know, making reels about, you know, grind mode and late nights and show us your vision board and all that stuff, right? But when it comes down to delivering a product to, you know, delivering a service to taking care of your customers, you can't execute there. And that's where the discipline is, show, or the lack of discipline shows. Everything's kind of good on the front end. 
but on the back end, it's oh, yeah, that back end. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. So, now nah, I appreciate, man. I appreciate you uh, uh, breaking that down and sharing your perspective on these these playoff games. And I can tell you, for our listeners, there's going to be a whole heap more of playoff football breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, not even because um, you know there's a you know maybe an abundance of business lessons there. I just you know we just want to have an excuse to talk about playoff football because it's like our favorite time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely play a football, uh, and then the basketball playoffs will be shortly after that. Uh, but again, it's, it's not even just talking about that. That's part of it. Uh, but also as we continue to, to dive more into sports conversations, uh, it's just really looking at athletes that are also entrepreneurs. And, and you yep. know, whether they're currently still playing or, or retired, uh, you know, we didn't get into it today, but I shared even with you. Uh, we talked a little bit about Tom Brady uh, last week. Uh, just about his business, obviously, with the whole AD, AB, excuse me, situation. Uh, but he already has TV 12. He has his new um, apparel, sporting apparel that has come out. Uh, the mm-hmm. Brady brand, I think is what it's called. Um, so, yeah, so it's just, it's just interesting to, again, to see what we can glean from these different examples, these lessons, and how can we use that, obviously, to, to help you guys out there and our uncompromising entrepreneur family. For sure. And talking about Tom Brady, bro, um, we definitely got to get into this, too, because I don't know if you saw uh, even the news that broke today, but he's been working on um, through, um, you know, a partnership like Crypto.com and some other folks. He's been working on an NFT platform collect a collection for um, for athletes to help them create NFTs. And his first round of funding for his platform um, in the Series A fun, um, round, they got $170 million. Wow. Um, investment worth of investments for this platform. And so he'll be making a play into, you know, kind of the NFT space um, specifically, yeah. you know, tailored towards uh, athletes. So there's a lot to break down up. there, bro. I mean, he's already uh, gets sponsored. I mean, he does commercials for the F- is it FTX. Yep. Yeah. The, the app uh, you can purchase crypto and, and use that to kind of get into that space if you're not there already. So, um, so yeah. And his wife is in a commercial too, so they're definitely into that. So, uh, yeah, so many, so many things that are continuing to, to happen and grow in that space. And um, you know, I'm interested to to learn more about your experience in the metaverse. And now that you have your your Oculus goggles, uh, I hope to get mine sooner rather than later. Uh, but there's so much that you know we're we're looking to continue to learn and explore and experiment with, and see not just what we can teach. Uh, all of our folks out there, but how we can bring you even something different, you know, as, as that metaverse continues to grow and expand, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how we can provide different offerings uh, in different ways uh, that uh, will be exciting, will be exciting, will be new, will be different, uh, but also keeping up with the times and technology and not doing it just for the sake of doing it, uh, but making sure that we're still able to provide great value in different ways for our folks that are interested in those type of things as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you all know, uh, we are, you know, um, learners and teachers um, by nature and instinct. And mm-hmm. if there are new tools available that entrepreneurs can leverage to really unlock, you know, a new way to monetize, grow, scale, sustain their business, like we want to understand it yeah. so that we can come back and we can share it with the group and we can give you the keys and advise you and break it down. And so uh, we'll be in those spaces. Like I said, I got, I was telling, uh, you know, uh, you, Jimmy off mic here. Um, I got stuck yesterday, like you know, for a couple hours, just like 
playing around uh, and the, you know, with the Oculus and just all the different apps and offerings that are there today. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to like, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit more, maybe Patreon content or something like that. But some of the folks that have so much foresight of where things could potentially go that they were already planning stuff that can be like that is used today. Like, um, you know, that experience I had of the 360 immersion for, you know, different cities and, you know, um, you know, um, artifacts and stuff like that across the world where these folks literally took a drone and 360 cameras and they captured all of it and narrated kind of the tour mm-hmm. um, in these different places. Like that stuff was recorded, bro. That stuff was recorded like four years ago, mm. five years ago. Right now, think about just like obviously there were wearable devices at the time, but the technology and stuff like that was a little bit more fringe um, uh, and, you know, just not widely consumed. And now think about its value now. Yeah. Right. Um, I think about the the other cat. There's another cat um, who um, made a million dollars in his NFT collection uh, in a in a day. Um, It's called what's it? What's his name? I forgot what his name is, but it's a guy who essentially made NFTs of taking a selfie of himself every single day for the past two years. Oh, I saw that. Yes. For two years. Think about the foresight. At least a a million. million In a day. Yeah. That's truly just off the love. Now, he, with these NFTs, it just wasn't pictures. There's a story behind that picture and what was going on in that particular day. I did read Mm -hmm. that. Uh, But just even off the strength of, of the love that the community had for what he was doing like that man he was able to again make that amount of money like that yeah bro and again just going back to kind of the foresight um and i will we'll end on this and then uh you know give our listeners the gift of some time back because y'all gonna hear (laughs) us in the next episode for sure but um the foresight man to to start this journey two years ago yeah taking selfies, uploading the NFTs, no activity, no trade volume, no nothing, just doing it. The discipline to just consistently do it. Take the picture, tell the story, upload it, mint it. Take the picture, tell the story, upload it, mint it. 365 days, nothing. Another 365, nothing. And now, boom, overnight it pops off, right? Um, The the clip that I sent you from um, Earn Your Leisure, the Earn Your Leisure podcast, another one that, that we uh, listen to and follow, uh, these cats saying, boom, hey, here's us six years ago uh, giving out a financial, like doing a speech on financial literacy at a school. And so somebody asked, hey, for a career day, can you come over here and talk to these folks, you know, talk to these kids about financial literacy? And this is us six years ago. And fast forward now. Um, you know, four years later from that picture and earn your leisure was born and the podcast was born and the academies were born. And now look at us now, right? Six years, six years, six years of grinding, of showing up, of just building, living in your purpose, um, being disciplined, not knowing when it's going to be the moment for it to pop off. And in six years, look at where you're at today. Um, all right. And so for our entrepreneurs that are out there, maybe this is, you know, week six, yeah. six years, week six, maybe it's six months, maybe it's a year, maybe it's coming up on two years like Jimmy and, and, and myself with uh, our podcast. And then, you know, um, it'll be a year. Uh, it'll be two years in December with the business itself. Like. Think about that. Six years is what it took. 
seven years, two years, just the consistent discipline. You never know when it's going to take off. You never know when it's going to pay off. So um, hopefully those are, you know, some good, um, you know, just omens, indications, validations, affirmations of the importance of staying the course, staying in your purpose, um, you know, um, understanding what your why is, being uncompromising, being uncompromising, being uncompromising, uh, and uh, whatever you do, you know, doing it and playing to win. Yeah. So if you want to continue to grow with us, patreon.com forward slash uncompromising. Get with us in the community as well. Uh, various options for you to be able to, to be a part of the community to support. Uh, if you truly are one of the, the listeners and viewers out there that appreciate the visual component of the podcast, uh, you're only going to be able to get the full episodes uh, as a Patreon community member. That's actually at the lowest level. There's so many more benefits available to you. Uh, so, again, check it out, patreon.com forward slash uncompromising. Join us in the community. Uh, again, thank you. Show us some love. Like the episode. Share it. Sharing is caring. Uh, leave us a comment. We'd love for you to follow us, but like Devon said at the beginning of this episode, we would prefer even more if you just leave some comments and engage. We want to be able to hear from you. We want to know what your questions are. To me, that's much more valuable for us uh, and, and being able to help you than just a, a follow. Uh, again, we appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. But leave some comments, ask some questions, uh, and let's continue the conversations as well. So, uh, and we appreciate your time as always, my friend. Thank you for the great conversation and for chopping it up and, and uh, yeah, just kind of going down that path and talking a little bit more about legacy and what that means to both of us uh, as we continue this journey and the different dynamics in our lives and our families change. Uh, so for all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, as always, God bless y'all. Stay encouraged.